We begin the fifth parak, as just means Barach, Mem, Vav, Amad Aleph, about 36% of the way down the Yamud. Shorshanagasapara. Let's say you have a ox that gored a cow, cow is female, Benimsa Ubra Bitsida. And uh, you see, oh my goodness, the, you know, the cow had been pregnant, but now the Uber, the uh, fetus of uh, that had been in the uh, cow is is there on the side. and it's not known im if before it was gored, it had given birth already, or yalada only um, after it was gored did it give birth. Now, did it give birth before or after? Mishalem lepara Livlad. So the uh, shore owner who's responsible will have to pay half damages. It's a shore tom uh, for the para, whatever the damage of the para, and revianezek, uh, fourth um, damages for the vlad, because a tom is chayev in chatzinezek, and this vlad, it's basically a suffolk, um, whether it had been born already or not, and uh, therefore you split it, and it's only a fourth. Period. The chain para. Let's say it's the other way around. The violent female, the para, a pregnant cow, who gores a ox. And then you uh, come on the scene and, and see that the uh, offspring is there on the side. Uh, and it's not known. Did the cow uh, first uh, give birth and then gore? Or first gore and then give birth? In other words, are you going to be able to get some sort of collection? Do you have to get some sort of collection from the uh, offspring? So, apparently half damages are paid from the para. And fourth damages, Okay, and as uh, Rashi says, the uh, Gemara will explain uh, specifically what uh, is going on over here. Says the Gemara, Amrav Yehudam, our Shmuel, and in the name, Zutivrei Sumchus, and I boxed Sumchus. Our Mishnah is... Uh, According to the Sumchus approach, Da'amar, he's the one who says that Mamun was a Basafik Chalkin. When you have a situation of, uh, we don't really know uh, whose uh, money it is or not, that we should basically split it. Therefore, since you don't know if the cow gave birth before or after the damage, then it's a split when it comes to the offspring. Aval the Chachamim, I box the Chachamim, the following is a very important general rule when it comes to laws. They hold that, listen, if you're two parties, one is claiming that the other party owes them something, the burden of proof is on the one who wants the other guy to have to pay. Okay, period. Now, quite uh, dramatic for the Chachamim to say, this is a klal gadol bedin. Forward phrase, a klal gadol bedin. Well, itzrich. It was necessary. Here's why. Even in a case where the one who was damaged says, I know for sure that I was damaged. And the mazik who is doing the damage, Aymer, hmm, could be, could be not. Still, the one who is trying, that's the nizak, the burden of proof is going to be on him, even if he's got the bari claim against the mazik's shema claim. Inami, alternatively, I squeal in on the inami. Similar to uh, this case. Let's say Bob sells an ox to Carl. And it turns out that the ox is a goring ox. Well, Rav, who I circled, and uh, about five words later we'll circle Shmuel, Rav says, This is a Mekach Tos, the one who bought the 
Shor can return it and get a refund on his money. Shmuel Amar, um, Shmuel can say, oh, not so quickly here. Um, the seller of this shore can say to the one who purchased it, oh, I sold it to you. I thought you were going to make a steak and burgers out of it. Now, one second, ask the Gemara, why don't we just see what the person is using it for? Is he the type of guy who bought it for plowing? He's got a bunch of uh, um, bulls that plow, or is he the type of guy who uh, runs a butcher shop and he's going to shecht it? Well, lo, neither of those are the case, because those would be obvious. Rather, it's necessary. He's got some uh, bulls that he uses to plow and some that he uses to uh, shecht. Okay, well, now, there's a big price difference. It's actually, you know, the, the type of shore that you're going to get that's going to plow for you know, a significant amount of time is worth much more than the shore that you're going to buy to make steak. E, why don't we just look? Venixi says the Gemara, Edeme radio la radio. If it's the amount of money that would be a reasonable amount, a standard amount for a... Um, purposes of plowing uh, the oxen, assume that it was, uh, the deal was for a plowing ox, if it's the amount of money for a, uh, that person would pay for an ox that would be shafted, the nixisa. Lo, so the Gemara again says that this case is neither of those, rather tzricha. You know what happened? The price of meat went way up to okir bistra, the kaibitame raja. And actually, it was a time where the uh, price of a bull to shafted to uh, get meat and a bull to buy it to uh, plow the field were uh, t- uh, too similar to be able to uh, clarify it through what the price was. Ask the Gemara. Amri. If um, the seller has no money to uh, refund uh, to the purchaser, why doesn't he just take the ox? Now, true, he didn't necessarily want that type of ox. It's a goring ox. Let him take it in lieu of the money. Uh, Question mark, comma, da amri inchi, because, you know, people do say, mi mari rashvaseich peri efra, from somebody uh, that owes you money, collect even bran. In other words, if you can get cash, great. If you can get other things, great. But if you can't get anything else, just take what you can get. Well, the Gemara clarifies again and says, lo, that's not the case. Rather, he does have the ability. You know, he's got uh, cash that can be uh, used for the refund. And here's the machlokas between Rav Shmuel. Rav Amar Hareze Mekachtos. What does it mean, Zil Basar Ruba. Follow the majority. The Ruba de Inchi Dezavni. Most people who are making this transaction are doing it for plowing, and therefore the purchaser is entitled to a cash refund. Shmuel, who I underlined, Amar, Yachoshi Amar Loi, oh, he can say uh, back to him, Lashrita Macharti Lach. You know what? Uh uh-uh, uh, I sold it to you to check it. Veloazilna Basaruba, don't tell me what the rove is. Kiazina Basaruba, where do we follow rove in the halacha? Be'isura, that's where there's something that's usser, we're not sure. We can follow the rove of Mamaina when it's a, a monetary issue. Leozina Basaruba. We do not follow that general rule. Rather, there's another rule of thumb. Ella, with a disagreement, it's the burden of proof is upon the one who wants to seize assets or money from the other. Semicolon. The reason there's a semicolon is because Tanya Nami Hachi is not going on what we've done the past uh, uh, 10, 15 lines. It's on the first line of the Gemara. The first line of the Gemara was Rav Yehuda Marshmul telling us that the Mishnah was the fee Sumchus. Well, here's a Brisa that also bears out that point. 
Raisa goes for four and a half lines and starts here. And it's essentially our Mishnah, and we see the name someplace tacked onto it. So here we go. Which is word for word what our Mishnah said. But here, black on white, Divrei Sumchus. We box Sumchus's name. Okay, so, yeah, Sumchus is the author of the opinion in our Mishnah. The Chachamim, we also box the Chachamim, the Chachamim, the side that wants to seize assets or money away from the other side, uh, the side that wants to do that is the one that has the burden of proof on them. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Amar Roshum Varnachmeni. Minayan, where do you know that concept that Hamozim Mechaver Lavaraya? Question mark? Well, Shanemar. There's a uh, Pasuk. Shmoyschlaf Dalid. Pasuk Yud Dalid. It says, Mi Bal Dvarim Yigash Alehem. The one who is the Tovea, the one who's going to the court to request that he be uh, compensated or paid, he is the one, Yigash, he approaches Alehem to the Basin. Yagish, what does he approach with? Obviously, Raya Aleim. He's the one who has to bring the proof. Maskifla Ravashi. Ravashi attacks this and says, One second. Halamali Kra. You don't need a Pasuk for that. Svarahu. If you got two people who are arguing and one of them is you know, making some sort of claim that the other guy owes them X, Y, or Z, so the burden of proof is on him. Dekoivle Keiva. Ozilavayasya. The one who has the pain um, is the one who goes to the Doctor. In other words, the two parties in the disagreement, the one who says he's owed something, is the one who would have to bring the proof. Ella, so I squiggle under the Ella. Kra, uh, Ravashi tells us that the Pasuk is actually for another purpose. Like it's Rav Nachman, I circled Rav Nachman. Amar Rabba Baravua, da Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Ravua, minayan shein iskak in ella toivei that when you have two uh, parties in a uh, court case, that the one who is being toivei the other, the one who is suing the other, the one who wants to get something from the other, gets the first uh, ability to present their case in court, shenemar, like the Pasuk says, kimi baldvarim, he's the one that is Yigash Aleim, Yagish Dvarav Aleim. What does he present? He presents his claims to them, to the court. Kama Amri Nahardoi, I circle the Nahardoi, they say, Palm, and there's actually an exception to that rule. They agree with the rule, but they say there are times, Shaniskakin la Nitva Tila, that the court will first deal with the uh, side of the Nitva, the one who is having a claim against him, the Hechidami. What would uh, be an example of that? Deka Zili Nichse where for whatever reason, his assets, <clears throat> because of the situation, lack of clarity, are uh, devaluated, and that could actually be damaging to him. How could that be? So Rashi says, Rashi is on the third narrow line, we'll read the Rashi inside, here's a scenario, imagine that there's uh, some merchants in town today, who knows, there's a convention or something like that, they're willing to pay a higher price for it, but uh, as long as there's like some sort of issue or court case, they won't be able to do the deal. They're leaving tomorrow. Inami, says Rashi, I squiggle under the Inami. Alternatively, that his his assets are actually devaluated in people's eyes. Because people know there's like he's involved in a court case. He has to maybe sell some assets cheap. They see that he's under pressure. And uh, therefore, it is uh, those are the exceptional cases where 
we will hear the uh, claim uh, first of the uh, nitpa. Um, we had said also where you have the female pregnant cow that gores a uh, male uh, bull or male ox, and the vlad is named and what we basically said is there's half nezek paid from the para and fourth nezek paid from the vlad. Now just literally if we read that, chatsi nezek and rivia nezek. So whatever the damages were to the damaged shore, let's say it was $100 it was damaged. So half of that, would like $50, would have to be, would be paid from the... Um, para, and a fourth of that, which I guess would be $25, would be paid from the offspring for a total of 75 Now, one second, why 75 If the total damages were 100 Chatsi Nezek is 50 So the Gemara asks, Chatsi Nezek and Revia Nezek? Question mark, comma. Palga Nizka, who did boy Shlumi? No, no, no. All that has to be paid total is half damages. Kule Nizka, Nechi Riva, Mayavidite. The entire damages minus a fourth. In other words, one half plus one Fourth equals, well, let's see, one half is two fourths, plus one fourth is three fourths, 75% of the damages. No, 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 we're only looking to pay 50%. So, how do we understand the Mishnah? Amar Abaye, I boxed Abaye over here. He's going to give an explanation of what's going on in the Mishnah. And the last word in the line, on the second to last line, is Rava, right at the bottom. I boxed Rava. So, we'll have two approaches. Here's the Abaye approach. Amar Abaye. When the Mishnah said Chatzinezek, what it meant that equals Echad me Arba Benezek. In other words, half of what would normally pay, otherwise known as one fourth. I wrote about that one fourth. And when the Mishnah used the term Revianezek, fourth damages, what it means is Echad me Shmoina Benezek. In other words, half of that. Now, if you add up one fourth, you could call it maybe two eighths plus one eighth, you get to a total of three eighths. So in this case, actually, he's not going to get paid for the full. Uh, that he's owed, he'll end up getting uh, three-eighths of the total. He'll end up getting approximately uh, 75% of the Chatzinezek. Now, we have to qualify this. Comma connector. V-E, I vectored this word E. And two lines later, fourth word in line is V-E, I vectored that. If the Paruvlada de Chadninu, the owner of the female cow and the owner of its offspring, is one owner, is one person who owns both, and for sure he could say to the Balpara, the one who was damaged, can say to the Balpara, Manavshach, I don't care if your para gave birth before or after, you owe me half damages, and he'd be entitled, the one who was damaged, to half damages. Ella, squiggling on the Ella, lo, that's not the case, rather, it's necessary, in other words, the case in our mission is, you can have that case, where let's say you have a pregnant para, and uh, you sell the para to somebody else, and you keep the vlad, or you sell the vlad, and you keep the para. So there's two different owners. Mm, comma. If the balhashor, in other words, the balhashor is the one who's got the damaged shore, who's making a request. So if the balhashor is toiveya, brings to court, the balpara tzchila, the one who is uh, the owner of the cow, hachinami, then there too also. Da amar le balpara, he, the balhashor, the damaged shore, can say the balpara, listen, pardidach aziktan, your cow definitely did the damage. Havli raya de islach shutvi. You bring me some sort of proof that you uh, claim you have a partner who owns the, the offspring. Bring me that proof. Until you bring me that proof, pay me everything. Ella, what is the case? De kadim tave Where the owner of the shore, for whatever reason, went to court first against the one who is the owner of the vlad. De amarle, 
the Baal Para can say to the Baal Shor, Oh, if you took that other guy to court first, Gilisa Adaitech, you've clearly revealed your understanding, in this case, the Shutfa Isli, that I have a Shutfas, and that's why they'll have to be this split. Ikadamri, alternatively, I squeal under the Ikadamri, even in the case where the Balashor, who has the damaged shore, takes the Balapara to court first, still, he can push him off. He could say, Don't tell me I have to bring some sort of proof. That's that, like Everyone knows that I have a Shutaf in this endeavor. Now, that's all a great explanation, as long as you're willing to understand when the Mishnah said half damages, it really means fourth damages, and fourth damages really means eighth damages. Amar Rava, I know Rava, Rava says back to Abaye, one second, Atu, uh, the following phrase, Echad mi Arba Benezek, Echad mi Shmoyna Benezek, end phrase, Ketani, does it say that? doesn't say that at all. What does it say? Very clearly, Chatsi Nezek Ravia those four words in right angles, quote from the Mishnah, Ketani, that's what it says. So it's a wonderful explanation, but it doesn't really fit into the words at all, says Rava to Abayin. Elama Rava. We had already boxed Rava. This is the second approach. Says Rava, La'ilam Really? The mother cow that uh, done the damage and the Vlad, which we're not sure if it was born before or after, is owned by the same person. Vahachi Kamrinan. And this is what we're saying. Colon. Isa Lepara, Mishan Chatsinesim Lepara. So if the para's around, you know, anytime there's a uh, shore Tom, or in this case, a paratam that did damage, the, da- the, the payments can only be extracted from the para itself. So if the para's around, you get the whole half damages from the para. Lesa la para, however, if that para is not around anymore, hmm, like there wouldn't have to be anything to be paid. However, there is the offspring. How much can be paid from the offspring? Michelle and Ravia Nezek, me, Vlad. Then one-fourth damages would be paid from the Vlad. Kama. Now, Taima Deloyadin, and the reason apparently is because we don't know. When that mother cow gored the shore, was it before Cape Earth or afterwards? Elohave. Was the Vlad inside, so it was sort of like a partner along with it or not? We like know for sure that whatever the evidence says, it's clear. That there was a Vlad Bahada, that that soon-to-be-born uh, calf was in its uh, um, uh, para mother's uh, womb. Kinagcha, when the goring took place, then Mishnalim Kulina Chatzinezek mi Vlad. Then the entirety of the Chatzinezek, if it's what's necessary, could be um, forced to be paid from the Vlad. That's Rava Latame Rava, according to reasoning we have heard him say elsewhere, Dama Rava, Parasha Zika, if you have a female cow that did damage, collection can be made from the Vlad, from its uh, calf, when it was still inside of it. If it did the damage when the calf was still inside of it, you could collect from the calf. My time, why is that? Gufahi, because it's essentially a, uh, you know, Gufahi, a part of the uh, body. Whereas Tarnagailashezika, if you have a crazy chicken that did damage, um, no collection can be uh, taken from the egg that was inside the chicken when it did the damage. My timer, what's the reason for that? Pirsha uh, ba'almahu. Unlike 
a uh, chicken when it lays its egg, the egg doesn't do anything. When a mammal, or in this case maybe a cow, gives birth, the uh, that which it gives birth to is already a viable life and, and therefore considered part of uh, that which would have uh, caused the damage to something else. Adkan.